1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. There's a big difference between watching a movie and getting lost in one. Find out what Marcus Theaters means by getting tickets to a hot new release at MarcusTheaters.com. 7.57. Time to find out what has happened in the last seven days of music news. Good morning, Gary. How are you? All right. How are you guys? Good. It's fine. Good. So we're all good. We all agree we're all good. We're all good. We're all good. Everybody stay up late to watch uh, the draft last night? No. Nope. I, I didn't even read about it this I morning, as a matter still, of fact. It's still light out when I conk out. Yeah. But one thing that did happen, I heard this on national news on my way in this morning, and it's not on your list, but you always end, and we'll see what breaks overnight on the end of your rundown sheet, I right? Do. So I this, do. Uh, this may have broken overnight. Uh Pink Floyd is looking to sell their music library and all that stuff now. Yeah, they're floating it out there. I think you know the the price tag being mentioned is five hundred million dollars. Yep, half a yeah. billion. Of course, of course, these deals are never what what we hear they are. You know, they 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 they, they very very seldom are those the right figures. But you know, I, I think this is one of those cases where they'll sell they'll sell their songs, they'll sell their catalog. If somebody wants to hit the number they want, uh, so, then who you know, would split you, that what, up? How do part, they? How do they part that out? That's that's what's unclear. You know, at least from the reports that came out overnight, is you know, is Roger Waters a part of this? Because he's not a part of Pink Floyd anymore. So is this just David Gilmore and? Uh, Nick Mason and the oh, estate the, of Rick, If David Gilmore Rick really Mason. wants to drive a wedge between himself and Roger Waters, cheat him out of a half a billion dollars and see how well, that I, goes. I guess you make it, you know, I guess you can make it, you know, that it for some buyer that may be contingent on, on it being everybody's rights. So, you know, listen, uh, Roger, as much as they are estranged, Roger Waters is no dummy. Okay, none so of, we're... None of, None of these guys are dummies, so when presented with the right deal that's not likely to come along at any other time, he may just acquiesce. We're assuming then that Roger Waters was paid for his services when he exited the band then, right? If, he, if he's not going to get any of this cash. Well, he continues He continues to be paid for, I don't know what their corporate, what their deal, their partnership deal uh, specified. He continues to make money from you know, his his continuing rights to the, the the records he was on. You know, whatever out-of-court settlement they structured in 1987-1988, I'm sure he continues to make some residual money from anything that involves Pink Floyd. Yeah, but probably not, a, probably not a lot of it. But yeah, half a billion dollars. Half a billion bucks is what they're shopping that for. Yeah, so you, we'll see. Somebody, somebody you, might bite. I don't know, you know. It's not a person that's going to buy them. It's going to be Sony. Well, it's going to be a or, company. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be Sony or, or BMG or Hipkinosis right. or one of those. So we'll, we'll have to see it. it. It is a lot of money. And Elon Musk could buy it for a half a billion bucks, he no could, problem. But what's he going to do with it? His money's busy, isn't it? What's he going to do with Twitter? Uh, well, you could do something with Twitter. I mean, and yes, you could do something with the Pink Floyd catalog, but in order to monetize it, uh, you know, there's a lot you'd need to do with it. All right. So yeah, uh, it'll end. Up, it'll end up with one of these professional publishing companies. Summerfest started up yesterday, yeah. and last yeah. night Jason Aldean was on the uh, the American Family Amphitheater always, stage. He was always, the, always a little bit of a you know what kicker. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and Beebs, and that's what we call him. You know, we fans. 
uh, we Bieber heads. You, you, you the ones who are believers. drinking the ones who are drinking his coffee and eating his donut holes. <laughs> He's supposed to be at Summerfest tonight, but he canceled his whole North American tour. Yeah. Postponed, please. Postponed. Excuse again, me. Sorry. Again, this sorry. is like the fourth postponement of this tour. The others, of course, were due to the pandemic. But no, he's still battling this Ramsey Hunt syndrome, which basically has frozen half his face. Uh, he is by, you know, his reports recovering, but recovering slowly. And and it's going to take a while. So he did one of his final shows here in Detroit and, you know, was noticeably having trouble as much as he was also noticeably lip syncing. Uh, you could see that something was off. And so they did the right thing, you know, pull him off the road and, uh, and get him better. Well, if you're sick, you're sick. I mean, I, right, I get yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, no go. It's going around. You know, like- you had... Ask Natalie, Natalie Maines. Ask Natalie Maines, right. Yeah. They she are not. A, they, hold on. I have to correct you. They're no longer the Dixie. Excuse me. You're right. The chicks. They are the, the chicks. Formerly now. Dixie chicks. Yes. Uh, and I've been writing about it enough. I should know better. But yeah, yeah no, she, uh, in, in Noblesville, Indiana, near Indy, near Indy um, they got seven songs into the third show on their tour, and, and she just petered out. And I actually talked to the other two. I talked to Emily and Marty just yesterday, and they were saying that some of it may have been just extensive tour prep that the rehearsals and everything went right up to the start of the tour. And so, you know, Natalie came in and was not, was not necessarily at full strength heading into the tour. And that, that may have caused it. Plus there was a lot of cottonwood going on, on the tour stops. And as they don't come you back, just hate cottonwood trees? There's just no point. There's just, just, they're just it, a mess. It's snow in June. Yeah. What the F? Why? No. Why? I, I agree. It's just a crappy, soft wood tree that winds up falling down when they get mature, lose branches, look like hell, make your yard look terrible. Why can't there be a... Tell uh, us how you really feel. Why can't there be a boar to take those out? A what? A cottonwood, like the emerald ash boar. You know, it killed all our, our elm trees. Why can't we get a cottonwood boar? I'm sure they. I'm sure the cottonwood contributes something to the environment, but it does not help my. Well, you let me all. know. You okay. let me know because if there's a tree, I hate, and I have a couple of them. I think the willow is fairly worthless as well. They're just a messy tree. They look, they look kind of pretty though. In commercials, live with one once. Uh, cottonwoods are horrible cottonwoods trees. Are, they are horrible. Yeah, they're so, the yeah, worst. Yeah, so they're saying they're Ask saying Natalie that, the, that that got Natalie Maines, and it may be what got Shania Twain, although she's in Vegas, so. You know, there are there's not much cottonwood in Vegas, so who knows what got her? But she's down too on vocal rest. And but she's had but she's things. had issues in the past, right? right with her yeah. voice. Just most most singers have. I mean, more of them more of them soldier through things than we know about. Um, you know, but, over, uh, over time. But practicing too hard. I mean, that makes sense. If you if you go on the road and you're tired, usually you know, ideally. There is a there is a few days break at least from intensive rehearsing. There's a few days break between the final dress rehearsal and the start of a tour. Hmm. So, but you know, but the chicks have also said we'll reschedule it in September. We'll see you then. Sorry they about that. Did. Right? They yeah. did. They did literally so, that day. So the cottonwoods will be a nice uh, golden yellow color. <laughs> yeah, no, then you'll have <laughs> then you'll have all the then you'll have all the other crap that comes out in, in the fall. All the mold. And, do you have a lot of allergies, Gary? Because you seem to be pretty well versed on this. Um, I have some. I have some. I'm not okay. been treated or anything. I just know there are there are points of the year where where I walk outside and it's just like that. <laughs> <You know. laughs> just like that too. Day ruined. 
Wu-Tang Clan sampled that once. Wu-Tang Clan's <laughs> going to be at Summerfest when? Saturday night? T- tomorrow sometime night? Yeah. Week, I know they're on a bill sometime this weekend. Yeah. It's Emma Lil Wayne and who else? Come on, Rock. Jump in here. Stop. It's a, a hip-hop Khalif. Show. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, Your yeah. favorite. They're all yeah, my favorites. What happened with Wiz this week? Speaking, of, speaking of agriculture, yes. All right. Um, and speaking of Summerfest, Rick Springfield will be on the uh, the Uline Warehouse stage on July 9th, and he's in the news this morning. Yeah, yeah. He is He is a little uh, discomfited, let's say, with an, another new novel. It's not the first one, but there's another new novel out. It's on the bestsellers list now called Jesse's Girl. And there have been several Jesse's Girls novels over the year. They have nothing to do with his songs. And some of them have been by very well-known authors, not the Stephen Kings of the world or those type of people, but, you know, authors who are known especially for writing in the young adult uh, literature world and the romance literature world. So there's another new one out now. It hit number, it, you know, it's, it's on the chart, on the bestseller charts. And, and Rick is unhappy about it. So are his fans, but he did pop up on social media this week to say, you know what, I've said this before, but you can't copyright a song title. You don't get to do that. You can hmm. copyright, obviously, the melody, the lyrics, everything that goes into it. But Wait can't. a second. Didn't the Eagles sue a hotel in Mexico for calling themselves Hotel California? Uh, they did, but they were unsuccessful. They were unsuccessful because, only because the, the yeah. hotel had existed before the song. It's correct. Right. And but you can't but you can't copyright a, a song title. So I can wow. have I can have the Hey Jude Sandwich Cafe if I want. You could. Yeah, it doesn't mean uh, McCartney or or you know Apple Apple Core Limited won't try to come after you. And you know they if if you can prove, How much money do you uh, have? <laughs> if you can prove some sort of irreparable harm, mm-hmm. that's the that's the measure. So if Rick Springfield could go in here and say. You know, this Jesse's Girl novel is causing irreparable harm. It's causing confusion that's preventing people from buying my song. He might have a case, but you've really got to prove that, and it's hard. Hmm. So that's a the tough, sandwich was so lousy, I never wanted to bu- hear Hey Jude again. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> wow. Well, that would be something. That would be a bad sandwich. That would be a bad sandwich. So uh, what's with... Uh... Flea wants to be Popeye, but there's no Popeye movie rolling up. Yeah, so Flea, Red Hot Chili Peppers, um, he just kind of threw this out there. No, he's got an acting pedigree. He's been in Back to the Future 1 and 2, The Big Lebowski, Baby Driver, The Chase, The Simpsons. He was just just part of Obi-Wan Kenobi, the latest Star Wars spinoff. So he kind of out of nowhere tweeted this week saying, you know, hey, if anybody's going to make another live-action Popeye, I'm in. I'd like, I'm your man. (laughs) So, kind of, you does know, Flea look like Popeye? I'm, he okay. could be made to. Yeah. I think I think he'd make a pretty convincing looking Popeye. Okay. Um, you know, the, the famous, voice? Can he do the? I, 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 you know, I I suppose I I actually bet he could. Yeah. Um, you I know, bet. So. I bet if you invite Flea to a party, he he you just you want to vomit. He does it all the time at every party he comes to. Hey, watch this! I'll do Popeye. Yeah. Okay. Popeye thing. Yeah, we've seen no, it before. Here's Flea goes again. I'm gonna get. I'm right. Gonna get a, I'm gonna get another uh, little hot mini hot. <laughs> gonna go for more uh, finger food over here. But we'll see. You know, you put something out in the universe, and who knows? And Sheeran, all right. Ed Sheeran had a good week. Yeah, kind of, kind of a good. He would call it a qualified good week. So he he's been awarded um, more than one point one million dollars in legal fees following the Shape of You copyright case, which we uh, we've talked about earlier this year. But he was found. He and his two co-writers were found not guilty 
of plagiarizing another song whose writers had charged them uh, with copying. And so, so this was, this is, you know, the pain basically saying it should not cost Ed Sheeran anything out of pocket uh, when he was found innocent. So, and he, he posted a message saying that, yeah, he was happy with the result, but not happy that he had to go through it in the first place. And that there are, there are too many of these kind of lawsuits out there. And, you know, so he kind of, he kind of called for, you know, some, he, he said, look, I'm, I'm not an entity. I'm not a corporation. I'm a person, uh, a husband, uh, father, son, all that stuff. And, that, you know, these are these are painful and unnecessary things. So he called for, I guess, tougher standards for these kind of cases. Well, he said he's going to record or uh, videotape all his writing sessions oh, going yeah. forward yeah. now. So that Yeah, he, just so he, has a, so he has a good record. And that's not a bad idea. Okay, we I was have... uh, reading earlier this week about him. This is unrelated. When he uh, showed up on Game of Thrones, his fans didn't like it. Why did he get so much pushback? What was it? Do you know about this? Um, his, I, I never read about people not liking it. I yeah, mean, he uh, said he kind of got blowback from everybody. Uh, okay, I mean, you know, maybe some of them didn't think that's where he should be, but I, I've, I've only seen mostly positive stuff. Okay, staying on Ed Sheeran, you've seen the ketchup sickles that they uh -huh. Oh, yeah. Ed Sheeran likes ketchup, right? Yep. I mean, so much that he had one named after him after. for a well, while. That was a combination. Do you think so. he's going to enjoy these uh, ketchup? Pops, the frozen oh, treats. Man, that, that just makes me shudder. I know. Just that, that right? concept. Yeah, thank so you. If he enjoys, and if he enjoys it, I don't need to know about it. Are you going to talk to Ed this week? I'm uh, not this week, no. Does he have a ketchup tattoo? I don't know. That's a, I okay. don't Okay. I have a lot of questions know. for Ed. Can you get him on our show? I'll, Can I'll we bring him, him yeah, in? I'll, I'll send him a note. We've never it. had a guest on your segment. It'd be fun to have Ed Sheeran All on right. here. We'll make the we'll make the outreach. See what he he's would up be so. You would be so embarrassed. You know, and in fact, since he has so much new money now, we can see if he wants to buy it as a spot. Sure. The Ed Sheeran moment. Christine McVie says she doesn't, uh, she can't see Fleetwood Mac ever going back out on the road. No, nah, she's released, she's releasing a new album today called Songbird, which is her versions, newly recorded versions of songs that she's written over the years. She's doing a little press for it. Actually, she only did one interview, but she was talking to Rolling Stone, and she basically said, you know, she, she used the term broke up for Fleetwood Mac, for starters. And, you know, when she was pressed about, you know, will they or won't they, she said, I don't know, I, I can't see it. She says she's in bad health. She has a chronic back issue that would make it hard, if not impossible, for her to be on stage. She said John McVie, you know, who's out in Hawaii, he has health issues. Um, she just does not sound optimistic about it at all. And she, she used a couple of times, she used that term, broke up. So, Boy, don't tell Mick Fleetwood. No, he, he wants it. He yeah, loves it. Mick he would love to, to. He wants to keep it going. So it almost looks as if, you know, if they were to reconvene, it would be with yet another new lineup. And, you know, can can uh, Stevie and Lindsay kiss and make up so that you'd at least have two important people like that? And then you'd have Mick on drums, and then you got a few other people. Who could you get to play bass? Who's available? Uh, there's, you know, there's any number of session guys. You know, really good. Who is the know, who is the who is the most famous bass player in rock and roll? Energizer Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, maybe well Paul McCartney. Yeah, he's busy. He's not yeah. going to do it. Okay, he's busy. after he's not McCartney, do it. John Entwistle's not with us right. anymore. I mean, Pino Palladino's busy with the Who, but if. Fleetwood Mac were to were to schedule something, you know, that when the Who wasn't working, that would actually be 
a pretty good match. Why would but I go see Chrissy Hines if she's not going to play any of her old songs anymore? She probably wouldn't. Okay. Um, All right, yeah, fair she, enough. She, she issued a social media message today. She was ostensibly uh, promoting the Pretenders guitarist new solo effort. And but then she put a thing out there saying, I'm completely dumping any sort of greatest hit set from now on. I never wanted to go there in the first place, but was trying to keep myself alive and pay the bills. And yes, I know that's no reason to be in a rock band. I was just too scared to go back to waitressing. But those greatest <laughs> hits slash ballad days are now behind me. If anyone wants to come and see me in the future, it's going to be punk rock, no hits. Has she got enough uh, money to not work the rest of her life? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. She is older. She may be drawing whatever. I think she has dual citizenship, so she may be drawing whatever Social Security or <laughs> or whatever they do in Britain. If I was going to book Chrissy Hines, what am I looking at for a one-night show? Um, you know, her fee? Yeah. Who knows? I, you know, I can't really say if it was the Pretenders. You know, you're getting 50000 and more probably. Right. You know, for that band, if it's just Chrissy but she's Hines. Got a, but she has gear to haul and well, there's right, other yeah, people so, yeah, to pay. Have, uh, so. that if, it's, if it's a Chrissy Hines solo show, it's probably significantly less. And if she's out there saying very publicly, you're not going to hear any of the hits, it's probably even significantly lesser than that. I, I don't know why somebody does something like this. Adele was I, talking about uh, some sh- – where was she going, Brian? What did you have in showbiz news? Adele is doing a show where, and you said that her uh, – uh, Hyde Park. In, yeah, yeah, England. Hyde Park in England. And, she's uh, doing two, two shows there. But the fans back here were asking, so when are we going to get to see in Las Vegas? Sitting there with their wilting tickets in their hands. Yep, we stand. We still don't know. The uh, in fact, there were reports this week that the the staff, the show staff, has basically been laid off and told, you know, you know, you can go home until September, and and we're hoping, but nothing definite. Um, and interestingly, all the places that are being mentioned where she play. Uh, Coliseum at Caesar's Palace, which was where it was supposed to happen earlier this year. Planet Hollywood are all booked like almost through the rest of the year now. She gonna have boyfriend problems for this? Uh, you know, Hyde well, Park they're saying gig? That, they're saying now that the boyfriend probably the the tearful conversations with the uh, with the boyfriend were actually because of the what was going on with the production and her unhappiness with the progress of things. Not not you know, any matters between them. At least that's what, that's what they're saying now. Piano, so, but it's still, stage, it's still sing. You know, yeah. It's still, I mean, what a, what a uh, monumental cock up. I yeah. Know. And yep. as we, as we noted at the time, Adele on a piano would be pretty darn good. Yeah, I, I would. Think I would sit. I, I would sit for an hour or two to see she that. She doesn't really seem would, like yeah. a whole fireworks and uh, millions of dancers kind of act, anyway. So. It'd be more tasteful than that. But when you know when she last toured, it was it, it really was a beautiful um, stage production and re- really really cool. Yeah, we're not so, talking about Katy Perry here, <laughs> no, right? Not, I mean, that's the thing. Adele, right. Adele does not. Adele does not need yeah, right. the uh, you know all the all the eye candy. If there was a band out there that I wanted to know the whole story about, uh, because even the stories they tell now and they do it unashamedly of when they were super hot, Def Leppard would talk about stuff that went on backstage during their shows, before their shows, after their shows, mothers and daughters and all this stuff. I can't imagine what they're going to put in a book. Well, it'll be more, it'll be more of that. So they they have said that they're going to come out with a uh, a band book, uh, you know, a band bio. They said it's part biography, uh, part scrapbook, 
and uh, it'll be lavishly illustrated. It'll be, you know, it'll be the whole works. It's called definitely <laughs> the official story of Def Leppard. It's due out later this year. It is. It's one of these Genesis publications in England, which means it's going to be like a million dollars. Um, you know, not only do you put it on your coffee table, it is your coffee table. <laughs> Are you going to screw legs into it? <laughs> yeah, what, I mean, what does that do out? That's uh, in the fall. Okay. Will you get a copy? I don't, you don't always get them with these. Sometimes they send you like a thumb drive that has the book on it. Okay. All right. And finally, before we go, um, this is going to make a lot of people sad. And I don't know if it's permanent or it's just he's going to do this by himself for a while. Marcus Mumford. Says he's gonna go do some solo stuff. Yeah, and when the band is called Mumford and Sons, that kind of kind of puts the kibosh um, on the band, doesn't it? But yeah, he was at a like when uh, Hootie split from the Blowfish. The Blowfish didn't go do their thing. Exactly. Uh, he was at a performed at a Spotify party uh, earlier in the week, and uh, basically announced that he's leaving the band in order to focus on a solo career. He played some of his new songs at that party, and uh, which was in the French Riviera. And uh, basically said, you know, that's what's going to be his next thing. So, yeah, probably no Mumford & Sons uh, for a while, maybe ever. I mean, leaving the band sounds like leaving the band. All right. If you could bring... What will the other Mumfords do? I don't know. The you know, they all, they, they all, they all already have some, uh, you know, their own projects, you know, so... One so guy in the band, what did he do? He was going to oh, open the base, a the restaurant, base, right? The bass player. Well... No, it was well. They, their their thing was the uh, bass player was uh, Ted is his name. I'm checking checking to make sure I'm right on. Oh no, Winston Marshall. Okay. Um, who was who was part of the band, and then he, uh, you know, he wound up having to leave over over some controversies, um, you know, related to related to comments he made about politics and and things like that. So he left in, I think it was 2018. No, the story I was thinking of was they were on hiatus. They just took a break because they had toured a lot, done a couple of records, and said we're just going to take a break. And they all said we're going to go do what we really love. And one of them, I think, wanted to open a restaurant. And he said he figured out within two weeks that he was horrible at owning and running a restaurant and couldn't wait for the band to get back together. That's that's entirely possible. Yeah. uh, You know, that's a tough business. So if you can be in a rock band or, or own a restaurant, what do you do? <laughs> All right. We're out of time, Gary. we got to run. Right. All right. Have a great weekend. Talk to you next week. Okay. Gary Graham. Bye.